Saying to us, boys, I won't have a problem if you aim high and miss, but I'm going to have a real issue if you aim low and hit. That you get nothing for coming in last. And by the way, you can't just have it because you want it. He said, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Welcome back. Season 2, Episode 1 of Lucrative Lessons. You got your boy Kyle Barger from Columbus, Ohio. We're missing my main man, my co-pilot, my co-host Trey Spiller from Denver. He is out wrangling some million-dollar deals today, so you are stuck with just me. But uh, today, to kick off Season 2, we want to talk about uh, goal-setting and accountability. And how perfect is this for the start of the new year? New year, new me, everybody's setting goals and so many of us set these goals and we just don't have the accountability or the checks and balances to keep these things on track or to stick with them much past uh, a few weeks into the year. So we want to help make sure that you stay on track. You're setting goals that you can knock out of the park and even a few that will be just out of your reach to keep some fuel in the fire for uh, next year or the next set. So starting off, talking about goals, we want to make sure before we do anything that when we're thinking of goals, we want these to be definable, measurable, and attainable. And what I mean by that is we want to be able to identify exactly what the goal is. So an example of this is if I want to make more money, I mean, that is a definable goal, but I want to be able to define it in a way where it's exactly what I want. Like, what do I really want? Is it financial freedom? Is it the ability to not stress about money? Is it uh, to ease that anxiety? So we want to make sure as we write out these goals that we're actually defining what it is we truly want. Second, we want to make sure that they're measurable. So again, let's go back to making more money. Making more money is not measurable. I can't say, yes, I made more money or no, I didn't make more money. But I can say, I want to go and take my salary from $50,000 and find some other way to make another $50,000. So at the end of the year, I can say, I made $100,000 and I can either check that box or say, I just came up short. So we want to make sure our goals are measurable. If it's a fitness goal, not do I want to lose more weight, it's I want to lose 10 pounds. We want to have something that is measurable that we can say at the end of that period of time, yes or no. Also, we want to make sure that these goals are attainable. I'm not saying that anything is out of your power, but I'm saying if you're going from making $30,000 a year to say, I want to make $2 million this year, like, yes, that is a wonderful goal and I want you to hit that goal, but... Let's make sure we're putting goals that are attainable for us to build. And maybe that goal is to say, I want to get to $2 million over a five-year period so that way we have milestones to get there. Whatever it is, let's make sure they're attainable. And then last but not least, we want to make sure that we have definitive dates for these. Now, a lot of times when we say new year, new me, we set these goals for the end of the year. But some of these goals might be uh, simple enough that we could knock it out of the park in one month, in two months, in the first quarter. So make sure we're using a timeline to identify when that goal uh, needs to be met. So that way we're not just lollygagging and wasting time. All right, so now that we've talked about having our goals being definable, measurable, attainable, and establishing a timeline, I got seven easy steps and a little bit of an exercise to help you identify what's going to be important to you. So take about 15 to 20 minutes where we've got no distractions. You're able to just focus, let your mind wander, and grab a piece of paper and a pen. On this piece of paper, one thing I like to do is I want to draw that paper into five columns. 
A lot of times when we think about goals, it's what we're most focused on in life. So for many of us, that's career focused. For some of us, for me earlier in life, when I was a big fitness person and I was competing in that, everything was fitness related or physically related. To others, it might be somebody who's very religious. It could be all spiritually related. So I want to make sure that we have five different aspects of what's important to us so we can do one column as career or business, another column as personal, a third column as physical, a fourth column as spiritual, and then finally, last but certainly not least, family. Those are five categories that I like to identify my goals and to make sure that I have enough goals in each of them so I know that I'm not hyper-focused in one over the other because that's how we get in balances. Earlier in my life when I was competing and I was doing a lot of CrossFit and, and, and fitness competitions, everything in my being was focused on that. So my mental health, my relationships, my, uh, my spirituality, my, even a little bit of my career suffered from that. So we want to make sure that we have good balance in our life. So in the first column, when we're talking about career and business, that can be financial. Uh, it can be focused on financial independence, you know, uh, scheduling freedom, uh, starting a, a side business, a revenue stream. Our podcast is geared toward entrepreneurs and people carving their own paths. So we love seeing you go down that path and figuring out how to, to create for yourself that financial freedom, that, that scheduling freedom or that you know, financial independence. In the personal column, that could be establishing relationships with friends, family, um, you know, deepening your relationships with your friends, finding best friends, not just having these topical type relationships. Physical can be working on your health. It could be, you know, trying to battle off some uh, autoimmune diseases. It could be fitness related. It could be trying to lose 10 pounds. It could be trying to walk more, be more active, uh, you know, going outside and playing with your, with your kids, whatever that is for physical. Spiritual could be, you know, reestablishing your, your relationship with God. It could be just working working on, on your soul. You know, yoga is one of those things that checks probably the fitness and physical and the spiritual for me. Uh, working on your mental health. You know, that's something where if you're spending so much time in the gym, how much are you spending on your mental health and just your self-love and, and your relationships with that? And then finally, family. And, and obviously, this is one that all encompasses so many of these other goal columns, but uh, something that a lot of us, it's so easy to take for granted how wonderful our partner is. When they're doing all these things, it just becomes part of the, the, the status quo or the, the daily grind. So, you know, being able to reconnect with your spouse, your partner, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your kids, your, your siblings, your parents, whatever it is, just, you know, those are the things that are really going to get us through some tough times and, and things that when, when things are going really well that are easy to to neglect. So we've got our big, beautiful piece of paper in front of us. We've got it, you know, divided into five columns. And then from here, step one is we are going to write it out. So keeping in mind the definable, measurable, attainable, and a timeline, we are just going to spend about 10 minutes just regurgitating whatever comes to mind on this piece of paper. There's no right or wrong answers here. I just want you to, as things come in mind, just write them into one of those five columns. And even if you get it in the wrong column, who cares? Just as it comes to mind, just just throw it up all over that paper. The next step is after we've spent 10 minutes just letting our mind wander when we've started to hit a, a stalemate there, we are then going to organize these goals by desire. So again, if we're in that physical column, so for me personally, that might be, hey, I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to be able to sign up for uh, two competitive events this year. I want to uh, add 5% to my bench, deadlift, and squat weights as of today. 
whatever those goals are, now we're going to rank those. We're going to say, hey, which of those is most important to me? Which of those is going to be most fulfilling to me? Which of those will bring me the most joy or satisfaction to accomplish? So in each of those columns, we are now going to organize these goals by desire. And by doing this, this kind of gives you a checks and balances to go back through your goals, see, hey, is this one really important? Is this really what I want out of this? And then also, as you look at these five columns, you might say, hey, this one over in the personal section is by far my most important goal. Or this one over here in the career section is by far my most important goal. So you can help develop a little bit of a hierarchy of where you want to focus your resources, your time, your love, your energy, and your strength uh, on these goals. Now, this is an incredibly important step. But step number three is asking ourselves, is that what I really want? So for example, in that fitness goal of losing 10 pounds, do you really want to lose 10 pounds or do you just want to feel more confident about your body? Do you just want to fix maybe a body image issue that you have? Do you want to develop self-confidence? Those are the important questions we want to ask with every single one of these goals that we're going to take serious. Now again, developing more confidence, working on a body image issue, that's not a measurable goal. But we're able to take that goal that is measurable of losing 10 pounds and understanding what our true motivation is there, why it's defined the way it is. And that's so important because just like any questions we ask to you know, our, our partners in life, our friends, our business, like make sure you're asking the right question of what do you really want out of this? What do you really want to know? And that's going to help when you hit that 10-pound goal. You'll know, do I really feel more self-confident? So when you set the next one up, you know if you're getting a step further or a step closer to what you really want out of that. So incredibly important, ask, is that what I really want out of this? So four is kind of solved by three, but we are now identifying these goals. Step three allows us to maybe go back and revamp or edit some of these goals to make sure we're getting what we really want out of them. So now we have identified, we have ranked all of these goals in their columns. And then step five is coming up with a plan of attack. I can't just say I want to lose 10 pounds and then just hope and pray that it happens. I need to figure out a game plan to achieve these goals. And some of this is just as simple as putting a few notes down to say, hey, I am going to start fasting in the mornings. I'm going to uh, look into prepping my meals for the week. I'm going to cut out soda. I'm going to cut out you know, candy, whatever it is. Like, Start coming up with a game plan to help achieve each of these goals so that way you're not just you know, wandering around aimlessly toward your uh, desired outcome, but you actually have a game plan in place. And then you can come back to this goal in a month or in a quarter or down the road and say, hey, is my game plan failing me or is it helping me? And then you can adapt from there. You can evolve from there. And just like that fitness goal of I want to lose 10 pounds, maybe that means that establishes a new fitness routine for you. And you're starting to lift some weights and you're starting to work out and you're feeling really good about yourself. But guess what? That might mean you're putting on muscle and you're actually gaining weight. So that goal may evolve into something of, you know what? I'm actually okay gaining 10 pounds instead of losing 10 pounds because I feel so much more confident. I'm actually getting closer to that goal of more self-confidence, a better body image as I'm putting on weight and as I'm lifting these weights and, and building some muscle. So uh, again, make sure that that plan of attack supports what that true goal and that true outcome is. 
Number six is we want to make sure we have a supportive cast. This is so incredibly important to anybody who's successful. Behind every successful man and woman, there's a supportive cast. And just like for you, if your goals are lofty to you know, make several million dollars this year or as simple as I want to reconnect with an old high school friend, you want to be able to have people who hold you accountable. So having that supportive cast, I'm a big fan of posting things on social media because uh, you get a mixed bag. You're going to have these loving, supportive people that say, rah, rah, go you. Like, I believe in you. I support you. I want to help you with your goal. There might even be somebody, if your goal is to lose 10 pounds, a personal trainer who's a friend of yours says, hey, I can start helping you out with one workout a week or I'll send you a meal plan or something. There's going to be people who love you and care about you to support you. But for me personally, I love nothing more than the naysayer or the hater or the person who's going to say, man, you can't do that. Or they throw some shade at you. Like to me, you tell me I can't do something that's going to make me do it a hundred times better than if nobody says something like that. So, you know, find what motivates you. But to me, having that supportive cast is incredibly important. And, and look, even people that you consider so successful, people that I look up to as business mentors, I found out that a lot of these people still have like life coaches, business coaches, relationship coaches, you know, they've got accountants, lawyers, they've got all kinds of people as their support staff. So, you know, don't think that a lot of times you can do this on your own. Like that's usually setting yourself up for failure. So, you know, having your goals out there for other people to hold you accountable, but also for people to just kind of be in your corner. Like you never see a successful boxer walk out to the ring by himself. There's always a, a posse of guys. And, and sometimes some of those guys are just, you know, somebody there for positive encouragement. One guy's, you know, maybe his trainer, the other guy's maybe his, his, you know, nutritionist, his diet coach, like whatever it is, like you need people in your corner. So really choose that supportive cast, find people that you can be vulnerable with and share your goals and your passions to, and are going to say, yes, I support that. I believe in that. I I believe in you. So, so that's a huge step is making sure you have the right supportive cast. And then seven, this kind of coincides with having timelines, but have milestones here, have, have periods to check in. So if you're setting a, an annual goal, maybe at the end of each month, you, you set aside 30 minutes, you know, throw it in your calendar where you know you're going to revisit your goals and make sure that you're either still on track. Maybe your goals have changed or evolved. Like I said, if your goal is better body image and you're actually gaining weight from weight training, maybe you evolve and adapt and change your goal. But what's absolutely not okay is if your goal is to lose 10 pounds and you're actually gaining weight because you're crushing candy bars and cheeseburgers that you let yourself off the hook. So, you know, make sure we have milestones so you can have kind of taste a little bit of success along the way. You've got just little check-ins where you can just adapt and evolve some of your goals, but also to give yourself a little bit of a pat on the back to say, you know what, I'm, I'm doing really good on this one. If my goal is to lose 10 pounds, you know, maybe I've only lost five, but I can tell I've lost inches off of my stomach or off of my arms and, and whatever it is to just make me feel more confident and actually get closer to that goal of, of more self-confidence and a better body image. And, you know, for all my business folks out there, which is what this podcast is centered around, if your goal is to double your brokerage and, you know, make an extra, you know, $250,000 this year in that realm, you can check in at the end of every month. Like, hey, we, we're on pace to do that. Or, you know what, we're, we're not on pace. We need to pick it up or we're ahead of schedule. So, you know, let's keep this going. So whatever it is, like make sure you have these milestones and these check-ins. And then part of your supportive cast will be part of that too, where you can check in with them and, and just kind of share where you're at and just try to get some advice. So, I hope this helps, but these are incredibly important steps as you guys set goals that you're not just saying, hey, I want to do this, I want to do that, and then not checking back in or not holding yourself accountable or not sharing these goals with the people who matter to you to, to hold you accountable. So, you know, to, to end it here, I'll talk a little bit about my personal goals so that way you guys can hold me accountable. But here at my desk in my office, I have my goals written up on the glass board in front of me in uh, uh, chalk paint. Uh, I want to double our brokerage business. 
to identify that to be measurable, that's to make an extra $200,000 of profitable uh, brokerage dollars this year. I want to add one new revenue stream, whether that's a rental property, whether it's a, a new business. We want to find one new way to make profits in Champion Trading Group. We want to add two new agency clients to add to the clients that we already have. We want to have two new hires. And today is January 23rd. We've actually already uh, added one new hire. So we're halfway to our goal three weeks into the month. Uh, me and my business partner both want to read four new business books to help us just expand our mind, establish just new perspective, new principles, rewrite some narratives. And then we both want to attend one new business seminar where we can learn from that and share that with uh, the other people on our team. So those are my business goals. I can tell you from my personal goals, I also want to record 12 new podcasts. I want to make it to church at least twice a month. Uh, I want to focus on spending at least two quality hours with my daughter every day that I see her and make sure that I'm FaceTiming her every single day that I don't see her. And, um, you know, I want to spend more time in the gym. I want to make sure that I'm hitting the gym at least five times a week. So again, just having these goals as being definable, measurable, attainable, but really knowing what my sole purpose is and, and what my desired outcomes are for those. So those are my goals. That's just me kind of throwing them out there for you guys to hold me accountable. But I hope this helps. You guys can always uh, leave comments uh, on the podcast where we can check in with your goals. You can reach out to us through social media um, and just figure out how we can help you achieve your goals. But guys, make 2019 the best year yet. If you don't, that only comes down to you, your will, and your planning. And, and this is the best way to go about planning that. So wish you the best. We'll talk to you next time. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of lucrative lessons. We hope you learned something today. Remember to subscribe on iTunes. If we earned your five-star review, please leave one. Helps for visibility. Also, you can check out more at llpcast.com. All proceeds go to our 501c3 nonprofit, the Make-A-Day Foundation, where you can find more at makeaday.fun. We'll catch you next time.